morning and welcome to Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation's Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. I am your host, Michael Kernodal, and I'm honored to have today's educator, Tyler Wertman, and his topic today is essential practice material for trombonists. So trombonists, I know you're excited to hear this, and whether you're a trumpet player or a percussionist, we can all learn something from these great educators. Um, we can always pick up some nuggets of wisdom that we can apply to our instruments. So stick around with us, even if you don't play the trombone. Uh, Tyler has some great information for us. And I just want to remind you, if you're joining us here live, uh, if you have any questions, and we love questions, just go into that chat feature and uh, type out your question. And we're going to leave some time at the end where we can answer those. Um, just go ahead and go up in there. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. You know what? This wouldn't be uh, possible without our great sponsors. So I want to remind you, please check out the studio archives of past video sessions at clearwaterjazz.com's education and outreach section. That's brought to you by Blue Water Wealth Management at Stewart Partners and Duke Energy, as well as our Young Lines podcast, wherever you stream. And that's brought to you by our friends at Marine Max Clearwater. Just search Young Lines Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. You know what? Uh, Tyler is definitely not a beginner here or visitor. I mean, he's been here so many times and just some of his past sessions, if you want to go back and check him out, um, here's some, just to name a few, basic trombone fundamentals, long tones and lip slurs. How about scale patterns and practice and alternate positions for trombone? Uh, approaching a transcription or learning to develop your own personal sound on the trombone. I mean, these are great sessions and guess what? They're free. Just go back in the archives and check it out. If you don't know Tyler Wertman, he is a jazz trombonist. He also plays classical styles. Uh, you may have seen him on many stages here in the community and throughout the country, actually. He's performed all over. Uh, awesome trombonist. And he's also an instructor of music at the University of Tampa. He's presently teaching intro to jazz, general music. Um, also, he received his Bachelor's of Arts in Music from FSU and a Master's of Music and Jazz Studies at USF. So you know he has plenty of things to teach us today. So I'm going to get out the way. Tyler Wertman, welcome back. The stage is all yours. Mr. Carnotal, thank you so much. As always, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for Clearwater Jazz for having us. And today, yeah, we're going to be talking about materials, etude materials that you need to get better. Okay, now this might uh, be focused towards brass or trombone. However, these etude materials are more general. So everyone can sort of learn um, and gain knowledge from this uh, segment here. So let's talk, man. Before we dive into maybe jazz etudes, things like this, I want to talk about just musical fundamental practice, because that's something I think in the jazz world, we don't really talk about too much. Of course, we talk about we have to have a great sound when we play, you know, intonation needs to be centered, you know, tuning needs to not be an issue. 
And these are all things that come from and stem from the Western classical tradition of playing music, right? Uh, symphonic orchestras. And before this, even dating back to, um, you know, church uh, music and, and choirs, things like this, uh, bass, tenor, uh, alto, soprano voicings, right? And so these fundamental music principles are still things that we practice today uh, in 2022. And so we not much has changed. Uh, and so those materials are pretty fundamental. Okay. And so what are the materials that I'm sort of talking about? Well, materials that are going to help you build a solid foundation in music, in music repertoire, uh, and understanding rhythms, understanding notes, understanding, um, you know, what to expect maybe when, uh, you turn a corner and it's something unexpected. How are you going to prepare yourself for those moments? And you can do that uh, by practicing the right materials. Okay. And so the first book that I always recommend uh, any of my students uh, to get is, well, the Selected Studies for Trombone here, uh, the good old Arbenz uh, method. Now, uh, this book here has countless and countless scale studies, okay? Um, and it really explains very well in the opening chapters uh, a bit about, well, maybe lines and spaces, right? Some more basic elements of music here that you can familiarize yourself with before you really dive into uh, the meat of this book, okay? And it it dissects everything from, from fingering, slide positions, things like this, okay, to triad studies, uh, to scale studies, to full-on uh, pieces, okay? And really, the Arbenz method is just a fantastic source for reading and to build your playing as well. Uh, like I said before, intonation, right? That is going to be just a key factor in our playing how you slot your pitches, right? Um, the balance of everything. And with this book here, you can practice just about all of those things at the same time. So the Arbenz method, again, uh, they have it for trumpet, is just absolutely fantastic. Okay, now if you want to, <clears throat> let's say expand um, your reading as well, Okay, so maybe you're, you're practicing materials out of there, scale studies, things like this, and that's wonderful, but you have an audition coming up, okay? And so for that audition, they are going to be giving you sight reading. Well, I would recommend flipping, okay, to random pages in the Arbens and maybe pointing your finger, right, on, on some area, and then that that uh that number 47 that you pointed to that's what you have to read okay give yourself a few minutes and test yourself okay uh at first it, it probably won't be too pretty okay but with the practice that you'll you will be doing you will familiarize yourself with certain rhythms rhythms that you weren't accustomed to before and now when we're reading these rhythms when we're playing and performing they're not uh offhand, right? They're almost second nature. There's also books we can also get uh, to help with sight reading. 
uh, I have this 101 Rhythms and Rest Patterns. Uh, this was a book I purchased in high school uh, for Allstate uh, auditions. And so basically with this book, I felt a lot more confident in my sight reading because it really gives you some awkward uh, rhythms to read. And so at first you'll probably fumble and well, what is that rhythm? Let me go back and really count it out. Uh, and then afterwards you're going to, like I said, not only familiarize yourself with unique rhythms, but understand how to read and play these rhythms, not only in a performance element, but when you're sight reading, which can be almost more important. Now, when developing your sound on trombone, there were some texts and materials that I had that I just, they were, they were crucial for me. And I really wanna share some of these books with you all. There might be books that you have. Uh, most of them probably are. Uh, some of them might be just a little uh, bit unique uh, and maybe more um, dedicated towards a certain style of playing. But the one we should all uh, have as, well, trombonist or uh, baritone players is the Voxman Advanced Method for trombone. Um, about this, I, I forgot how long ago, but $6.95, right? You can, you can see it over there. So not an expensive piece by any means, but the musical material and etudes in this are going to be used for years to come, okay, you will learn uh, so many great melodic and technical uh, short excerpts in this uh, booklet here. And this is volume one, okay, they have volume two as well. Uh, when you maybe have gone through that book, which should take you a little bit of time. But again, that's sight reading, right? And you're learning how to maybe approach a lyrical style of playing, uh, as well as approaching a technical style of playing. How are you going to be moving the air, uh, et cetera? And for, well, moving the air, this for me was quintessential, okay? Studies in Legato. I cannot stress this little book enough. Um, Reginald Fink, it was a Carl Fisher, um, or he's the publisher, and uh, it's, it's just exactly what it says. Studies in legato, you will have a lot of slurred phrases, okay? And it forces you to push your air, okay? All the way, not until the end of a bar line, but until the ends of your phrases. And that's something I really don't hear students doing enough. They read their notes, so to speak, uh, they might get up to their highest note and they may feel, oh, that's the accomplishment for me. I really aimed for that high C. When that's really the middle of the phrase, and instead of playing until the end of that phrase, they sort of play to that high note and the rest of it didn't really sync with what was just done. Okay, so again, Studies in Legato is just a wonderful book. Okay, and it will work on your Legato approach as well. Um, so that, that studies in legato might not be one you guys have. Uh, however, uh, these um, should be more familiar. The Rose Shoe, okay, excerpt here, Melodious Etudes. Um, yes, I do not have my cover. Uh, this thing has been uh, 
tossed around quite a bit. And again, Melodies Etude. So you're going to be working on melodies, okay? Not necessarily all legato style melodies, but different melodies, right? As ascending, descending, um, horizontal, maybe chromatic, uh, you know, or melodies dealing with chromaticism, okay? How are you going to approach those things with your technique and play them with proper diction on your baritone, on your trombone, on your trumpet. And again, either of these books can be used for sight reading practice as well. Flip to sort of a random page, put your finger down and test yourself. I definitely recommend ending your practice routine session day with sight reading. Why? Well, because maybe you warmed up and you're feeling real good and you're playing some stuff and, you know, you, you feel great about your playing. You know, you need something to sort of uh, knock you back down, okay, at the end of the day and keep you honest with everything. And sight reading is a great way to do that because you might not get everything, but how much of the material can you play? Not just notes, material, accents, dynamics, things like this, the first time around. And let that be it. Only play it once. Record yourself, perhaps, and, and let it be an all or nothing affair, right? Uh, I challenge you guys to put yourself in a mindset where you're recording uh, almost as if you're in the recording studio. This is a piece that you are playing for your first album, and it needs to be that musical. How are you going to do those things? Okay, Even if you miss a note or two, that's fine. But approaching it with a more musical um vision or viewpoint is going to help you guys more than aiming for all of the notes. I promise at the end of the day. Okay. Um, 40 progressive studies. This is a little bit more advanced. Okay. I picked this up when I was um, at, at Florida state and we looked at it quite a bit um, at the USF trombone ensemble. Okay. So again, um, a little bit more uh, technical in, in that excerpt. Now, I believe every musician should look at uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, okay, uh, at least at some point. And this is just the Bach cello suites, okay. Um, and again, there's, whole, you know, uh, so many different preludes, so many different um, suites that, that are in there where there's six. But again, that is just standard literature that has been around. And again, these melodies are not going anywhere. How are you going to be as flexible as a cellist, okay, on trombone, on trumpet, and as lyrical, right? Most of that material is slurred and sort of uh, put together in that manner, very flowing. And again, just like studies in legato, that forces your air to play until the ends of these phrases. Something tough about that book is it's not written for a brass instrument. It's written for a string instrument that doesn't really need to breathe. Okay, so that book is a little bit uh, tricky uh, when dealing with, you know, practicing on the trombone or any instrument. Rather, uh, we need to keep these things in mind. Now... In jazz, we have some etudes as well, or books, should I say, uh, that can aid us and help us in these same manners and principles. Uh, there's a gentleman, uh, Jamie Abersold. Hopefully you guys have heard of uh, this, this name. And he has 
these series of books with, you know, uh, maybe 12, 14 different etudes, sometimes up to 20 or 30. And it has a CD that has different play alongs uh, of the rhythm section for you to practice with, right? In the rhythm section here, uh, drum set, upright bass, and piano most of the time. Sometimes piano substituted for guitar. Um, but most of, of the time, like I was saying, it will have an accompanying track that you can practice with. Now, I do recommend you guys starting off with any uh, early version, right? Version one, version two, version three. Uh, I have here version two, which is nothing but blues. And I definitely recommend every jazz musician or maybe a classical musician that wants to get into jazz to, to purchase this book, okay? Is the blues jazz? No, it's not. The blues is another genre altogether that has its own evolution that ties in with jazz, but the blues is not jazz. However, if you're struggling with improvisation, the blues is the place to go, okay? It's very, uh, it can be very simplified for you. And then it can also uh, be dived uh, or dissected, should I say, um, and become pretty complicated uh, if you start to do more ins and outs of harmony, okay, within the 12 bar blues uh, progression. But with improvisation, this is a great text to have, as all Jamie Abersolts. Okay, uh, maybe then you want to progress onto some standards, some jazz standards. Um, here's a, a great sort of uh, bebop book here, Groovin' High. Um, again, just uh, some great tunes that I think every musician should learn here. Grooving High, All the Things You Are, Night in Tunisia, Afternoon in Paris, Our Member April. Um, just some really good music. And then maybe uh, you're, you're a little bit past that and you want to really dive into some tough stuff. Uh, we'll check out Mr. Uh, Benny Golson's edition here. Um, and it's just, it, it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. And again, challenge yourself. Know where you are, but have fun with the practice as you go in practice. No matter what stage of, uh, you know, being a professional or being a novice that you're at, you can look at any one of these materials here and gain something from them, okay? Don't just assume, oh, I'm, I'm a professional and I, I should be looking at only the Benny Golson and not the volume two, because that's too simple for me. Well, like I said, we can make that volume two pretty complicated uh, and in depth if your approach is that advanced, okay? And so it's okay to go back and look at more simplified material uh, with a heightened approach. You should be doing those things. And I encourage you guys to do that, again, to make things as musical as possible because there should be no issue then. And with our last sort of topics uh, or topic, should I say, of books, we have arranging, okay? Now, I do believe at some point in time, as a jazz musician, you should pick up the pen and pencil, pick up the paper, uh, and start to compose at least melodies for yourself. Maybe not entire big band tunes, and that's okay at first, but as a player, 
and improviser were constantly creating. Okay. And what creation is, is it's, it's very unique, but to understand your own creation and music choice, note choice, things like this style. Well, a lot of it can be understood on the pen and paper. Okay. Or pencil, right. Um, and how you arrange your voicing choices. And so you might realize quickly, I don't know too many voicings to write for a B flat seven chord and that's okay. But if we can develop some different colors, some different textures, um, different harmonic choices, well, that's going to also come through in your playing as well uh, and vice versa, right? If you're making more harmonic choices in your playing, that's probably going to come out in your arranging. Uh, some books that display this uh, perfectly, okay? There's this Bill Dobbins, uh, Arranging and Composition, a Linear Approach. Uh, we studied this during my time at Florida State. Again, there's uh, a CD here with different play-alongs and backing tracks uh, showing you different compositional approaches. Uh, everything's very well laid out in this book in a clear and concise manner, allowing you to learn and follow along. Okay. Um, again, uh, the Jerry Coker Elements of Jazz is a great book to pick up as well. Um, helping you uh, sort of understand some of the, the giants of jazz and how they approach the music, which is really cool. Uh, for instance, here, you know, just on the top two, we have a line by J.J. Johnson, and then we have a line by Slide Hampton, okay? Uh, sort of showing you the differences in approach uh, side by side, and you can almost compare them, uh, which is really cool. And the last book that I have here is The Practical Guide to Professional Orchestration, the Henry Mancini book. Uh, this is a, a technical book, um, but it very, like, like all these do, uh, lays down this information in a clear and concise way and it really shows you how to compose uh, for different orchestrations, right? Your clarinets, things like this, um, as the Henry Mancini book does. It's this very lush sound. Uh, and in this, it shows you how to achieve some of these sounds due to instrumentation, voicings, uh, and things of this nature. But I believe, uh, Mr. Canodal, every musician should have some of these books in their library. Do you agree? I totally agree. You know, today you touched on one of my favorite ones for students, and that's uh, 101 Rest Patterns. Um, yeah, that's one that doesn't get talked about too much. That's right. And, and that's one that helps students read well, sight reading. That's where a lot of us struggle, just being able to pick up a piece of music and read something and most of the time it's not the notes sometimes it's just the rest we're not reading them right so uh, i like the fact that you you spoke about that the, uh the jamie abersall series which a lot of people have gotten their uh, start from there um there's a lot of classical musicians just saying where do i start i mean how can i do this because it just seems so confusing 
Well, he breaks it down in a way that, you know, um, it's very user friendly, I guess you could say. Um, and uh, lastly, I really like that she spoke about the blues. Um, you know, that's a great starting point. Uh, if you want to become a great improviser, start listening to blues musicians, you know, and they're, they go hand in hand uh, with this genre we call jazz. So uh, great, great tips. And, and all these books, I mean, take the time, everybody, look them up, Google them, get some samples out of them and see what works for you. And he gave you a variety of things uh, from beginner to advanced that I think everybody could really benefit. So we thank you so much, Tyler, for this great session. Um, you always give us some great information to help us progress. And I want to remind everybody, please, if you're enjoying what you're hearing, go out and share, share with another musician, share with someone that may um, that may need it or somebody you think might not need it. <laughs> you would be surprised how many times I've sat in these sessions. I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. And here's a cool part about it. These sessions are free. That's right. Free of charge. Um, this great content, you can get it. And all you have to do is just go to our archives at www.clearwaterjazz.com uh, slash education. And you can go in there and, and just go through these sessions and learn, 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 and apply it to your playing. So we want to thank you again for coming. And if you have any suggestions of topics that you want us to cover, or you want to just tell us how great Tyler Workman is, you can email us at clearwaterjazz.com slash education. We love to hear from our listeners. And until then, next time, keep it swinging, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Cronodal, and this has been Tyler Wortman, and we've enjoyed you today. Take care. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Clearwater Jazz Holidays, Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. Thank you to our friends at Marine Max Clearwater for helping to present this podcast series. To learn more about the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Annual Festival tradition, other special events throughout the year, and our year-round education and outreach, please visit clearwaterjazz.com.